Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Shalom. Born on the record. This is Minister Shedrick in Israel. And welcome to Thursday Night Fellowship Line. The time now is 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 6 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Uh, can we do a brief roll call? Shalom going on the record. I'm Eric and Consort. Shalom, Nation. Shalom, brother. Shalom, Shalom, Nation. It's Brother Jasir. Shalom, Andrew from the tribe of Benjamin, foreign on the record. Shalom, Nation. Shalom, Nation. Born on the record, Ak Bernard, Tribe of Judah. Born on the record, this is Ak Patrice, Tribe of Levi, Boston Mass, Shalom Nation. Shalom, this is Tiffany, Tribe of Benjamin. Shalom. Born on the record, Robert Chris, Tribe of Benjamin. Shalom Nation. Fallen on the record, this is Ak Travon. Tribe of Benjamin. Shalom for the record. At T. Crystal, Tribe of Judah. Shalom. Foreign on the record. Ima Yaruth, Tribe of Judah. Shalom. Foreign on the record. This is Sister Ruth of the Tribe of Judah. Shalom. Is there anyone else that uh, is present and did not uh, put their name on the record? Okay. With all that being said, I will now yield it over to uh, Chief Magistrate, Brother Priest. Shalom, brother. Shalom, brother. How are you today, sir? I'm fine. Uh, I'm just uh, making an announcement. I am out and about in public. I'll get gathering some things or whatever. I will be on mute in and out of conversation with you guys. So I just want to put that out there. Okay. No problem. Yes, brother. sir. Yes, sir. Um, everybody should know we're going on um, a holy month, of, holy month of consecration beginning August 1st. I want to encourage everyone to please pay your dues. You can go to the Hebrew University um, on the front page, the maintenance page. There will appear the dues button that's within the university. We do need everyone to be up to date with their dues as much as possible. Um, it's very important, particularly now. With this Holy Mother Consecration, we do this every year. It's a period of cleansing for us. 
spiritually. Uh, we we want to develop more discipline. So what we standardly have been doing is not something that's taught in the Bible like a holy month, but consecrations are something that are scriptural. Consecration means to be separate or to separate and get in private and to, and to conduct cleansing. So this is something we want to encourage everyone to do every year, which is important for our health if nothing else. So each year, we want to make it so that we all remember that we got to be mindful of our health and cleansing our bodies. So what we generally do, we ask that everyone fast and let me see who's on the line. Um, Ak Bernard, can you share with us um, what you've gathered from the years that we've been doing this holy month of consecration? Shalom, uh, Shalom, Shalom uh, Andrew, Chava Benjamin. On lockdown. Okay. Born on record, Ak Bernard, Chava Judah. Uh, the two years three years being in the nation and, and and participating in this holy consecration, you know, it it helps you to uh strengthen your character, I would say. It also helps you to strengthen your relationship with the with the most high. And um I would encourage you to read the dietary laws because that whole thirty days of cleansing your temple and purifying your temple, you're getting closer to the most high. You're, getting, you're strengthening your relationship with the nation, with the brothers and sisters in the nation. And um, it is a, um, it's a nation-building experience. And if we all participate, you'll actually feel, you'll feel stronger towards the end. It is hard in the beginning, especially if you, um, you, know, if you have never fasted before. And myself being a, a thin brother, um, it was hard for me the first time. But the last two times, it's, you know, I've gotten better. Uh, I do a lot of smoothies. I eat a lot of salads, um, a lot of salmon. And so these things that, you know, you can incorporate and, uh, you know, Brother Priest told us not have any meat, not any salt. And so drink a lot of water, make smoothies, and 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 meditate and talk to the Most High to encourage you to give you strength throughout this 30 days. And I promise you it helps you. And uh, you'll feel better towards the end because you know that brothers and sisters is holding your hand. And that's what I felt. Um, and, you know, when you participate on the calls, you, you're always going to get encouragement from your brothers and sisters. So it is a wonderful experience. And uh, you're going to notice your 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 physical changes and, and spiritual. You're going to see your skin clearing up. You're going to notice your – you're going to get more energy. And it's not going to feel like it in the beginning, but – you're going to see it in two weeks. Man, you're going to like, man, I, I feel different, and it's because you're taking those extra steps to walk towards the most high. And that's what I got, um, me and my consort. And that, that's what we feel, and I just want to encourage every brother and sister in here in the nation to uh, participate in it. And, 
that one meal a day, eat hearty, <laughs> eat good, and sleep good. And I just want to say those things, and I yield. Praise the Lord. So we encourage you to eat one meal a day, preferably towards the evening, not not when it's dark, but um, two or three hours before you go to sleep. If you can make it, drink plenty of water. Abstain from meat if you do eat meat. Um, abstain from salt. Last year we talked about, well, actually the last couple of years, we talked about getting off of sugar. Um, white sugar is, if you don't know, white sugar and heroin are exactly the same. So that same effect of heroin, people get hooked on it. So you want to, you don't want to just quit cold turkey, but it'd be better if you could wean yourself off of it. Before you start any, before you start any, well, actually, um, Octi Roof, can you share with us how to go into a fast and how to come out of a fast? Yes. So um, I'm sorry. I'm going to be um, in and out because I'm out and about. Um, but uh, before you start a fast, you want to make sure you drink plenty of water, and you don't. You really want to stay away from refined sugars or white sugar. Um, a good thing to do is to prepare your body by eating foods that have amino acids in it that's going to supply amino acids to your body. So you may want to consume uh, navy beans or um, pencil beans prior to um, fasting. And also have green bell pepper because when you fast, you're not supplying um, energy to the body. So your sugars tend to drop, and the green bell pepper is going to help with the dropping of your sugars. So kind point of, of information. Point of information. This is uh, uh Cedric. I wanted to know: Do black beans uh, count? It's better if you had the navy or the pintos for the the uh, amount of amino acids. The navies have all the amino acids in them that your body is going to need to use to convert to um, the essentials and the non-essential amino acids. So those will be the top two. Okay, ta-da. Okay. Um, also, you may want to have some papaya or pineapple. And um, essentially before you start your fast, and when you end your fast, you basically want to do the same thing. But during the fast, you want to make sure that you have plenty of water. Um, so because your body is going to be getting rid of toxins, and you want to make sure that you'll be able to create a flow where it's going to be able to excrete out of your body. So, And with that, I yield the floor. So, Doc, sister, 
So uh, the sister studies what they call uh, symptometry. She's going to be certified in that. Uh, did you complete it yet, sister, the certification? No, I haven't completed yet. Okay. Um, anyhow, uh, she has background in that, so she always has reminded me, don't forget, don't just go into a fast. Um, we need to prepare our bodies before we go into it. Even if it's, even if you can't, um, or don't want to give up meat, you have to remember that if you're just eating one meal a day, it's still going to have an effect on your body. It may not seem like it's a big deal, but it's a big deal. We want to give up salts. Salts is one of the prime, well, iodized salt specifically is the chief primary benefactor of hypertension, meaning hypertension benefits from us eating iodized salt. Um, we want to replace it with sea salt, unidized, and a lot of people have been using the pink Himalayan sea salt, but the key is just remember we want to get away from salt. We want to eliminate that in our diet for better health purposes. Um, just keep those things in mind. Some of you already have good diets. Some of us are more knowledgeable in some of these things than others, but don't let that, don't let your ego get involved. Another thing why I'm saying this, we have to remember to play our roles as we are created in these physical bodies. Let brothers be brothers, let sisters be sisters. And, and sisters respect these brothers. Because I know that it's difficult for some of you to respect these brothers, to respect us as a whole. I understand why. Because we have, as a whole, particularly the Negro man, has let you down. But you see this brother trying. You see us trying. Not even trying. You see us growing and applying. So that means you have to grow in your discipline and how you respect us. You got to be mindful of that. Because the more that you're able to do that, the better your relationship is going to get. The more that you harbor on your angers and things that you can blame him for, the worse it's going to get. And that's one of the things that makes us want to leave you alone. Because the mouth of a woman, some of us, some sisters don't get this. Listen, the mouth of a woman can really help to improve a relationship. It really can. And if you can imagine 
Let me describe this to you. If you got, I think I've said it before, but I'm going to use it again. If if you had a if you had a sister that was your friend, and every time you saw her, she kept taking a brick to you and started hitting you in the face with it. Sooner or later, you wouldn't think of her as a friend at all. You would want to get away from her. Okay, well, you got to understand, sisters. Sometimes when you open your mouth with that poisonous tongue, insults, trying to belittle us, trying to attack us mentally, that's like hitting us in the face. That's equivalent to somebody hitting you in the face with a brick. You wouldn't want to be around them. And here's another secret that a lot of sisters don't get. You lose your appeal to a man, particularly in a relationship. You lose your appeal to a man. It's all because what he seeks in you is comfort, not abuse, not verbal abuse, not mental abuse. And, And by the way, Vice versa, brothers, you have no business trying to mentally abuse a sister and definitely not physically abuse her. But I'm pointing this out because I understand what we as men go through. And I know that our brothers got to get stronger and tougher but I don't want the sisters to get off on the high horse thinking that they do everything right. Because you do not. None of us do. You got to be comforting to a man. And when you're comforting to a man, believe it or not, it makes you more attractive to him physically. Believe me, it does. <laughs> if you don't believe it, try it. And it's really do unto others as you would have them do unto you. See, when you get into these relationships, then you can get into that. This is a trap that everybody falls in. So let me share this with you. There's a serpent in your garden that you don't see that's creeping up inside of you. So what happens in the relationship because you've consummated and this serpent has been let loose in this garden, what will happen is you wake up one day and it's like you're looking at a totally different individual than what you first met. And you start to question yourself like, why am I even with them? This is not the one that I met. And then everything they do starts to look wicked and diabolical to you. They start to become a serpent in your eyes. But this is what you don't get. You start to become a serpent in their eyes. Because the serpent is in in the garden that both of you inhabit. So you get into these arguments and these self-righteous judgments against one another. Nation call. This is what is happening. is because you both need self-discipline and spiritual awareness. Now, listen, all the meditating and chakra balancing and all that nonsense does not make up for you checking yourself and being respectful to someone from your heart. 
You know, I hope this is making sense because this is not just for us. It's just to share in the public. We need to impart these things in the public. Please hear me. Respect these brothers and, and brothers respect these sisters. I count it, I think it's nine sisters that have been approved to come into the nation in September. I want to extend a congratulations to Oct Andrew. This brother is bringing his consort in, and his mother is coming in. That's a major accomplishment for a young man. And it's showing that whatever he's doing in his personal life is starting to reflect. It's starting to show and shine. Let your light shine. Now, he, like all of us, need additional disciplines, yes, but I just wanted to say that. So anybody have any questions they want to ask? Anything they want to bring up? I'm talking about pertaining not to world events, anything pertaining to anything going on with the nation, anything like that. Um, hold on, brother, please. Can, you, can I be heard? <clears throat> yes, sir. Yes. Um, Shalom, brother. Shalom, nation. When you say anything pertaining to the nation, are you talking anything that's happening pertaining to 12 tribes or pertaining to uh, what tribe of the nation is going to be doing with the, with, with, uh, the, the, the I can't understand you. I can't understand you, brother. Okay. Far away. Yeah, uh, I'm currently traveling right now, and my headphone is not that not the greatest. I know, but I was wondering, are you speaking of if anybody has any question about the nation, or any comments about the nation, as in the twelve tribes, or things that are affecting the twelve tribes, or the things that are affecting that 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 tribes of African nations will be affected by? I really don't understand the question. You said you're wondering if anyone had a question about the no. tribe. No, no. You was you were saying that if we have any questions about the nation, that um, we should make mention of it to you. So I'm asking any questions or any comments pertaining to things that are affecting the 12th tribe or pertaining to the tribes of Aboriginal nations. Just the, the tribes of Aboriginal nations is what I'm speaking of right now. Okay. No, I don't have no questions or comments. Yeah. Yeah. Shalom, uh, Brother Priest. I got a question in regards to the app. Um, I noticed uh, I was listening to the app the other day, um, not the Soul Science Radio, but the, the Tribes Aboriginal Nations app, and it's still playing the um, – it's still playing the same things over and over again. I was wondering, did you ever manage to tweak it where it would play more than what was already on there? When's the last time you listened to it? Uh, yesterday. I did tweak it, but it... Okay. I mean... Okay. Well, well maybe... maybe I, okay. But the thing is, it's 52 hours of content on there. Okay. So you'll probably hear the same things every two days. 
Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? So yes, sir. That's probably what it is. Now, um, we have more content than that, but that's the stuff that I started off with. So um, I'll just have to open it up more, I guess. No problem. Oh, and the only reason I ask that is because I guess it's just the way, like, when I get on there, I, I think it's like my phone seems to always pick up where it either left off or picked up where, like, I last left off or, or the last podcast or something. Because it, it would happen to me, like, every time I listen to it. And I was like, okay, I, I listen to it, but it's like, I think this is the same one. And, and maybe that, you know, just app just does it for my phone. I don't know, but... Yeah, I mean, other than that, it's, it's, the app is great. I just was like, I wanted to ever add more to it because I, I, I couldn't tell, you know, from what I had been listening to. But you said that you tweaked it, so that's fine. Yeah, I tried, brother. I mean, um, I thought that it was, it was going to do better, but I guess, you know, I've had a I've had a problem with my phone, so I haven't been able to listen to it um, the last no, few days. Right? Don't don't think I'm saying it's bad or anything. It's awesome. It's just that I think whenever I'm on, when I'm getting ready to listen to it, for some reason, it always seems to show up on my phone. Always keep on going to the same ones, and maybe it always seems to catch. I always seem to catch the same ones, considering what time I get on it. Because usually when I get on it, it's probably like round one all the way up until the time I get ready to leave for work. That's because I'm always listening to it while I'm at work or if I'm on, you know, if I'm in between classes, I'm always listening to it around that time. But I always end up listening to the same ones. And maybe it's just the way that my, the times that I'm always catching it. And it all, and, and from that, it made me think that it wasn't updated. So maybe it is updated. I just have to listen to it enough, you know, in order to catch the different ones. But from, all the ones that's on there, they're great. I mean, you can always learn something from them. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad or anything, but I just listen to it some more to just kind of catch up and see what it is that I'm, see if it's some more on there, because I know it's a whole lot on there. If you say 52 hours, I take your word for it. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so. Well, you know, it's it's just that I, I don't want to log on and, and hear the same things over and over, so I know nobody else does um, so I know what that feels like. Because, like, I was logging on, and I'm like, man, every time I log on, it's the same thing playing. And I couldn't understand it. So maybe there's something in it that's making it do that. Okay. I don't know. I'd have to find out myself. But um, as of right now, that's the best I can tell you. Okay. Shalom, Shalom. Shalom Brother Peace. Yes. This Octravon. Uh I've been trying to download the app on my phone, but it's saying something about uh, I would need an Android device or an Android phone in order to download the app. But I'm, you know, I don't know. I I have an Apple phone, but I I don't know if anyone else is experiencing that problem in trying to download the app on their phone on their Apple phone well, if they do that. It's not going to work on the Apple because we don't have the um, the iPhone app done yet. So um, when the iPhone app is done, 
um, it'll be available, but it's not done yet. So it'll be available. Okay. But you should be, you should be able to go directly to the um, website, like in your browser on your phone browser, and um, it'll work the same way. Okay. So, yes, sir. Soul Science, Soul Science Radio. SoulSizeRadio.com, yes, sir. Ta-da. Yes, sir, no problem. Anybody got any questions? Um, yes, I do have a question. This is Shalom, this is Brother Andrew. My question is, um, Brother Priest, I have happened to come across passion of the Israelites um, part one of two on YouTube, and I'm and I'm looking for part two of two on YouTube, and I'm not able to find it. I was wondering if possible, you can maybe put it on TravelAvenue.com site, or put it on a site, or send it to me, if possible, where I can have a, a, a um have you make use of it. And also, um, if, if it's possible, because I've been trying to, um, I've been trying to get into ChatterLiveRation.com, and I don't remember my login name and password. So, is it possible I could have that reset? It's not allowed. No one is allowed in there any longer. Oh, okay. Okay. And as far as the, the that that DVD. Is no longer available. It was okay. the master copy was taken from me by some uh, court officers. Okay, that's I seen it for the first time today, and um, I, I, I enjoyed it very much. Um, yeah, uh, it was I found it very, um, very interesting, very much so. Um, Praise the Lord. Wh- whoever worked on it, um, I know it was you, but you and whoever worked on it. Um, operate to the most of giving y'all that, that, that spirit and that ambition, you know, and, and, and also praise be the most high for shedding that inspiration, more inspiration on top of his gospel, you know? And that, yeah. Praise the Lord. I, I did it in um two thousand and seven and um I did I did a series. For those who don't know, I, I let me just bring you up to date on what he's talking about. I did a, the elders that trained me, they commissioned us to go out to our community and and use creative means to clean up the community. I was in music and I had gotten into film and video. So I started making documentaries back in 2003. And I did a series called the Missing Link series. So the first one I released on the underground in the city of Detroit in 2004. The next one I released, I put it on the internet. It was called The Missing Link, The Matrix Unplugged. I put that on it on uh, what was then called Google Video. Uh, that was 2006. In 2007, I did The Passion of the Israelites, America is Fallen. So what happened was this was the beginning of the explosion of people figuring out that we're Moors and people figuring out that we're Israelites. 
So that's how all these Hebrew Israelite groups got popular, and that's how all these Moorish groups got popular was through those DVDs. That's what happened. Now, at the time when I did the first one, the missing link, I um I had an office, a recording studio, and honestly, God, I'm not gonna go into the whole thing, but some guys showed up to my door wearing black suits and black ties. And I had gotten a mysterious letter from some so-called secret society just shortly after that called Neotech. And I don't know how those guys found me because nobody even knew where I was at at the time. So when I did these DVDs, each one of them, the master copies, Somehow they came up mysteriously missing. When I did the, the Passion of the Israelites, America is Fallen, court bailiffs took it because I was in my house fight. I was fighting for my house, and they took the master copies. Wow. So the one before that, police took the master copies. The one before that, Somehow or other, these guys in black suits show up and the, the master copy disappeared. <laughs> now, there's a whole lot of other things that go with that. I know how that might sound a little bit crazy, but it is the truth. It Shalom. actually happened. Yes, sir. Um, I know this may be a little bit over the top, but they didn't come in with the little, um, the little memory eraser and click it in front of you and made you forget uh-huh. about anything, did you? <laughs> Well, I guess I wouldn't remember if they did. <laughs> I just threw that in there. I just threw that in there because the first thing you, the first thing uh, it made me think of was the Men in Black, right? And I was just like, maybe they come to Brother Freeze's house with a little uh, memory eraser and click it in front of his face. But I was just making a joke out of it, brother. But I knew well, you were diligently you. on that stuff. Well, let me tell you, seriously, they were Men in Black. Uh, it's not. It's not even a joke. They were mm-hmm. actually men in black. I mean, I could tell you the story, but I'm not gonna go into all of that today. And a lot of, a lot of uh, strange things happened after that. Mm. Let me say this. Let me say this. If you all think that we're not being watched, I mean, you get a second thought now. If you actually think that they're they're not paying attention to us, and particularly the brother priest. Wake up, because they are. I just don't do anything that I'm ashamed of or have to hide. One moment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I don't do anything that I'm ashamed of. I don't have any private life. Like, you no, know, what I mean is I don't have any double life. I'm the same privately, but I'm I'm probably more intense. No, I am more intense. I'm far more cranked up in my private life because there's so much wickedness around me that it makes me have to crank it up a a whole lot more. You know, wherever I go, if I'm in Detroit, the same thing. If I'm in Austin, Texas, same thing. Wickedness all over the streets. Can't even drive down the street without a whore trying to pull you over. You know, what the hell, man? So it's cranked up. But I'm saying I don't... I don't have anything to hide. I'm not ashamed of anything that I say, privately or publicly. I'm the same guy all the way through. Now, there might be some personal things that 
I do that um are nobody's business. Like what what I do in my bedroom with my consort, that's nobody's business. You know what I'm saying? But everything I do even in that is is according to the law. But you don't go out and talk your personal business to people about your intimate life. You don't do that. That's that's not right. So that's the only thing to be honest with you, that's probably the only thing I really don't talk about unless it's um this personal everyday life is no reason to talk about it, but I'm the same. So I don't care if they are surveilling us. The power of the Most High is greater than them. I don't fear them. I don't fear their bombs. I don't fear their tanks. I don't fear their guns. I don't fear them, period, for no reason. Now, of course, if they got a gun pointed to my head, I might be a little bit nervous, but I'm saying, for what? They are nobody special. Anybody else got anything they want to talk about? Uh, uh, brother, Shalom, brother. This is Brother Andrew. Um, quick question. Um, I was trying to find out for the punishment because that um, that was that I like that one a lot also. You think you could? I can't find that also. Capital punishment. You remember when you did a um a a, radio, um, a speaking a audio name and you titled it Capital Punishment. I can't find that one for some reason no more. Every time I try to pull it up, it says. This video no longer available, but it was on YouTube. It's about three hours long. Um. Well, it's on. Um, let me hold on one moment. I'm on the internet. I'll show you where it's at right now. What I did was I pulled it. I pulled it out off of availability because um. Too many people, man. You, let me tell you what these people do with our stuff. They get a little piece of something, Shedrick will bear witness, and then they go out thinking they're teachers. Mm. You know, like, it's ridiculous. So mm-hmm. I, I had to pull some of the stuff off, man, because they uh, people are making too much mischief. They're, they're stealing stuff from us and selling <laughs> it seriously, seriously. They're, they're directly stealing it from us and selling it. It's, it's ridiculous. So I, I was forced to be a little more careful in what we leak out to the public, man, because these people have lost their damn minds. It's Understood. unbelievable. Understood, brother. So um, I'm going to find it. Well, hopefully I can find it. Hopefully I didn't erase it. It will be on the Come Out of My People channel at some point. And um pretty soon I'm gonna I'm gonna include the um uh on demand so you'll be able to, to hear the stuff on demand. So give me a second. I'm I'm looking for it when I when I find it, I'll I'll let you know. Appreciate that, brother. Brother. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. This is Oxy Crystal. It's on the um the podcast. Say it again. I I can can't understand you. It's on the podcast. It's on the podcast. Uh huh. On Blog Talk. Um, it's the the Podomatic. Oh, it is. Uh huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, she's saying, um, 
I can't just say it. Go to soulscienceradio.podomatic.com. Oh, okay. So I should be able to locate it on Soul Science as well? No, soulscienceradio.podomatic.com. Okay. Okay, then. I um, appreciate that, Aki. Appreciate that, Aki. Yeah, like, um, that was the first one I started using to to preach on was Podomatic. So, um, I guess at some point, oh, I remember. Someone was in charge of that. There's no longer with us. That's what it was. I remember. Um, but they were... They were supposed to be placing this stuff on Podomatic um, weekly so that we have multiple outlets, but that guy is no longer with us. Anyone else? Anybody got any questions? Anything they want to speak about? Yes, Yes, sir. Brother Jeff here. the elders who taught you, you said that they retired to the Himalayan mountains? Well, that's what they told us. I, I can't really verify whether they did or not, to be honest with you, but that's what they told us they were going to do. And I have no I reason just, to believe that they wouldn't wouldn't have. I was curious because they have this mountain called Mount Kalish. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but um, a nickname for the mountain is called the Throne of God. And some people believe that it's... Um, that it's not, it was made by man, that it's not a natural made mountain. I was just curious to see if you knew about it. I do not know about it. I can't even comment on it because I, I can't even tell you anything. I'm not going to tell you any lies, but um, all I can tell you is uh, they, well, actually, I did verify that, that my teacher, my um, one-on-one teacher did, go there because a couple of years back um i don't know if you all remember there some of you might not know this anyway i my teacher trained some ninjas some uh ninjas straight up ninjas because he was a master martial artist so he left ninjas behind and he always told me if you ever need whatever the squad is going to always be here. They just, they move in secret. And um, so what happened was when I started preaching, it started getting around. And right before we went to Detroit last year, I tried to contact some of them. And they kept telling me, Zachariah lives. Zachariah lives. Mm. He did. And I'm like, what do you mean Zachariah lives? Are you trying to say he's alive? And they would not decode it for me. So then some guy that was, well, he was actually a student. He started coming out trying to preach in the name of the elders of the order of Melchizedek. And it was a big mess that went on over that because basically they were all just kind of like, jealous, not the ninjas, but these other students, they were jealous that somebody picked up the teachings and and decided to take it on forward, which really, I just revisited what I was already commissioned to do as they gave me the assignment. 
So it was a big mess going on, right? And I'm trying to say, are you are you all trying to say that this man died and came back or whatever the hell you're trying to say? And it got really messy. I ended up talking to one of his sons, um, Zachariah's sons. And he did verify to me at that time that his father did go to the Himalayas and that that was the last that he had heard of where they went at that time. So that was a verification enough for me to know that they did go to the Himalayas. Hopefully that helped, brother. But I don't know anything else about that stuff. Anybody else got anything they want to talk about? Yeah, shalom, brother. Shalom. Um, the Sabbath. Um, how is the weekly Sabbath supposed to be kept every every Saturday? On how, how is that supposed to be kept? Because some folks, I mean, my, my background is Seven Day Adventist, um, and um, many folks that I interact with, they always say that you. You must go to a place to worship every Sabbath, or it's like you're not keeping the Sabbath. Well, that's not true. Um, they had they'd have to prove that in the scriptures. Now, <laughs> let me rephrase it. From what I've studied and what I've been taught, I haven't seen that or heard of that. Now, I do know that people teach that, okay? Now, according to the scriptures, this is how you enter the, the uh, excuse me, this is how you enter the Sabbath. Whatever, I'm going to use Friday, Friday sundown to Saturday sundown as a standard Sabbath, Okay. You're supposed to get off work early on Friday. So if you normally get off at 6 p.m., you're supposed to get off at 3 p.m. You're supposed to go home and prepare for the Sabbath, meaning you're preparing for, number one, you don't want to spend any money for 24 hours if you can help it. Um, You're preparing all your food and things like that because you don't want to do any works. And you you commune with your immediate family. Okay? Now, some people will go to a Sabbath service on that Friday before sundown. Some people will go to the Sabbath service on Saturday. Now, we always have to remember, do not get caught up in rituals or traditions. Mm. Okay, you have to understand why things are done. Not that they're done, understand why. Okay, the greatest time of rest for it, this is this is the science of it. The greatest time of rest for the physical body has to do with the lunar cycles. So when you get to a new moon and a full moon cycle, 
your body's vibratory rate is going to find its greatest time of rest during the new moons. That's an example. Okay? Now, if you know when when the earth gets closer to the moon, then stuff starts happening like tidal waves, tsunamis. That's because the earth is getting closer to the moon during its orbit. Now, we know that women's cycles are lined up with the moon. Imagine what this does to your body's vibratory rate the closer the, the earth is to the moon. It causes it basically what I'm trying to show you is remember you're eighty percent water. Okay, so if the moon is gonna cause the waters of the earth to start feeling turmoil, you're gonna feel turmoil in eighty percent of the water that's going on in your body. Now once the move moon goes out of that phase there's less turmoil, more opportunity to rest. Did that make sense, brother? You there? You there, sir? Yes, I'm, I'm still here, brother. Okay, did that make sense to you, sir? Can you can you repeat that? Oh, I okay. I have some dis- distraction here. I'm sorry about that. Okay, what I'm trying to say is we set up Sabbaths according to the the lunar cycles. That's number one. This is why you do not argue with people who don't understand the science when they're trying to keep a tradition or a ritual. So later for the traditions and rituals, respect them, but this is why the Christ was saying, you all are following rituals and traditions. You're trying to judge me and my disciples. But you don't even understand what you're talking about. This is what he's saying. (laughs) You don't understand what you're talking about. You're trying to keep up a ritual and tradition, and then then when you think that my disciples are breaking the laws, you don't understand what they're doing and why they're doing it and why I'm dealing with them like that. That's what he's saying. So, look, don't get caught up in rituals and traditions. Always understand why. The how and why is more important but understand the why, that's going to clear up all the, the madness. When the moon moves in a certain phase, it causes more turmoil in you and for you. Okay? When it moves in other phases, it causes less turmoil. And those less tumultuous times are when you are to uh, select your Sabbath. So that's how that's the science of it. I mean, there's more to it. I'm just giving you a, a, a basic overview of it. It's not some. It's not somebody said do this or so do it just because somebody said it. No, this is natural law. This is the science of law. This is not somebody's opinion, man. All these opinions is what causes this rituals and traditions and fallouts. It's not an opinion. It is a matter of fact in natural law. Does that make sense, brother? Yes, brother. Shalom. Shalom. Okay, now let me add this to it. The reason why in this nation we are honoring and respecting the Sabbath from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown is because we don't even have, our people don't even have the discipline to, to keep a Sabbath. 
that's number one. Number two, once you had a discipline, now you have to enforce it in law, so then you got to know how to enforce it in law. So until we can get people educated enough to know how to conduct themselves this way, we have to operate in this honor because you go on a on a cycle to where you're actually keeping a Sabbath according to your own lifestyle. Meaning, let me give you an example. The nation is going to say Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Most people got the weekends off, unless you have different types of jobs, but most people do. So that gives the people that predominantly have Friday, I mean Saturday and Sunday off of work, then once they get off of work, they can honor their Sabbath. Okay, some people have a different schedule every week. Well, then you got to set up your Sabbath according to your schedule until you can learn how to enforce it officially in law. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, Thanks. Yes, sir. Anyone else? Well, Brother Priest, uh, good evening. This is Gavin from New York also, uh, for the record. Um, yes, sir. I was in the library early. That's why I didn't really speak. Um, uh, but I've been hearing everything. But um, just to elaborate on the Sabbath, too, because, uh, you know, me and, me and Aka, Javon, we, we grew up in the same church, and we know the same people. And, you know, like, basically, like he was saying, you know, in the scriptures, when it says in chapter 2, in Genesis, chapter 2, uh, you know, that... Um, that just the heavens and the earth and all the hosts of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in it he rested from all his work, which God had created in me. Which I just quoted it because I was, I was thinking back and even up until today, a lot of our parents and, and friends that we know growing up, they they would they just think basically God has said this directly. Why people you know ritually do it, and, and they feel if you don't, you know you're you're basically not following the laws of God. I mean, especially you know, our parents. You know, it's like it was drilled into us. As kids, like, oh, you know, turn off the TV and turn, don't let, we can't do nothing of the world. You know, like they used to call us in early, like you said, you know, before the hours to get prepared. You had to clean up everything and cook everything because within the 24 hours you couldn't do anything else that conducted labor or any physical exchange of money. But then as I was, as I was growing older, I saw a lot of contradictions, like people taking the train, you know, in New York you got the subways and probably, you know, in, in Detroit and major cities in the U.S., you got certain public transportations where people used to get on the train, get on those, use it to get to, get to church, or they'd use a cab, and you didn't really have that type of public transportation. So I was like, this is a contradictory. I don't understand how you, people are saying don't use money, and the same people in the church are using money to get to church. So, you know, nevertheless, uh, you know, I just wanted to, if you could elaborate on it, how... Um, like you, you know, like you were just saying earlier, the, the discipline in our people is like we we we, we want to believe one thing, but then we contradict ourselves in action 
in accordance to the law or accordance with, to what they believe in. And I'll just yield. Well, yeah, the, the reason why the people are going to contradict is because they keep making it idol God worship, where it's not. I mean, one of the things you just said, brother, is what God said to do. So let's think about this. Let's be just 100% real with this now. Has anybody ever in your life heard, quote, unquote, God speak out of the clouds talking English to you? <laughs> no, I don't think so. So listen, so listen, people are goddamn delusional, excuse me. <laughs> they're delusional. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. They've made this stuff up, man. But they, that, that, people, they make up their gods. I'm sorry, Go ahead, I'm sorry to uh, interject, but <laughs> that's true because I, I've been saying this for quite a while, too. I don't know if anyone ever thought about it, too, but not not to stray off, but has anyone ever heard of within the last 2,000 years being on record or anyone, you know, seeing for them it's their own self? someone dying physically and going to hell or heaven and coming back and talking about it, the afterlife, you know, say, Oh, let, let me tell you all about hell. Or let me tell you all about hell. This is the way you should act, you know, in, in order to get yourself right there for heaven or in order for you to prepare yourself. Even if you want to go to hell, <laughs> these are the things you may go through. I have, I have not heard or any or seen anyone within the last 2000 years. So it seems to me everything else, is just magically and mystical in accordance to the way we we're subjugating ourselves to certain scriptures but but for other scriptures is like overlooked in a sense or or mis mis how should I say yeah misinterpreted or misdefined. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there's something to throw out there, I don't know. Well well let me ask you, brother. Does God speak? Does God talk? Uh, verbally, I, I don't know. I don't see it that way. I don't know. I mean, I, I think the only communication is between the Most High and, and humans and nature is through nature. It's like through natural appearance or through science, you know, the studying of science, which okay. Is, it's well, really apparent through studying or just, just spiritual. Well, <laughs> to some of us, that is God talking, and that's right. what we've already we've known. Right. For instance, for instance, what happens when it's raining and the sun is out? What's the what's the age old myth? Anybody heard this one? God it's is raining crying. And the sun is God is <laughs> God is crying or something. The devil beat his wife. The devil is beating his wife. The devil is beating his wife. That's what it means. Like, and then guess what? Niggas all over America running the house. <laughs> oh, the devil's beating his wife. Okay, what kind of nonsense is this? Now listen. Thunder, lightning, rain, tsunamis. Is nature talking to us? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. This is 
the voice of the Most High is thunderous. So I'm saying it in a creative way. Now, I write this down, and then people don't understand this thinking, and then 2,000 years from now, they're saying, yes, God parted the heavens and talked through the clouds. <laughs> and you, you, can't, you can't comprehend what, the, what it really means? You see what I'm saying? No, then you take that and make traditions and rituals? You're insane. <laughs> so that's why this happens, because the mass majority of people, first of all, understand this thinking, this thinking and this technology of the mind was only in the original Hebrews, the, the original people who be, later became known as Israelites. Right. This, was the, this science and this technology was only held by these people. Same way I'll compare it to hip-hop. Same way that pure hip-hop is only really constructed and comprehended by our people. Now, other people can do it. Like, you got other cultures doing it now. You got white rappers. But do they understand what we understand from it? No, they had to study us to get it. Well, we didn't have to study to get it. We created it. (laughs) They had to study it and learn it. We created it. Same thing with jazz. I'm a musician, so I know this. Most of the top jazz musicians could not write music, like sheet music. They couldn't write their own music out. They could create music, but they couldn't write it. Caucasians had to study what the jazz musicians were doing, write it down in order to learn it. Mm. That's totally different. That's totally different. So now let's put put this on scriptures. They had to write down what they thought. Now, this this is equivalent to jazz. When you're transcribing a jazz musician, you're going to miss some notes. I don't care how accurate you think you are. You're going to miss notes. There are going to be what they call like grace notes or, or notes that are there but aren't there. So it's like you'll barely hit the note. So to the average ear, it's not there, but you'll notice if that note was not played with that other note. You'll notice that something is missing if they broke it down and tried to give it to you, if this is making sense. Okay, these are like ghost notes. That's a better way to say them, like ghost notes. All right, Mm -hmm. there's ghost comprehension, ghost scriptural comprehension that something is missing from others who try to write it down and transcribe it because they are not us. Mm. I don't care how how hard somebody tries, Caitlyn Jenner is never going to be a woman. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care how hard you try, Bruce Jenner, you're never going to be a woman. I don't care if you dress like one. I don't care if you get your stuff clipped off like and try to simulate one. You are not a woman, okay? Well, they're not us, and they don't have our comprehension of what these scriptures are. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> Anybody else? Um, point of information, brother. I think this might be a little bit, just a look. Well, of course, it's a little bit off topic. I know this doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the nation, but sue me. Um, so, I, 
I, I started studying the Roman Empire. Um, I'm no historian by far. I'm not a historian. But I wanted to ask you a question. All right. So I ran across something today because uh, I, I started studying the German tribes, and that's what kind of led me into studying the Roman Empire. And I had mentioned to you before about the donation of Constantine. Well, have you ever heard of something called um, the Third Rome? Yes. Okay. All right. So now I don't. Okay. So I want to ask you a question. What do you think about that in terms of um, how? All right. Let me get you to just set the scenario up for you because I, from my understanding, I I I read that the empire, the Ro- the Holy Roman Empire, had split between the Western and the Eastern. And at one point there was Constantinople, and I'm, I think that was set up by Constantine. And once uh, at a certain point in time, the uh, Eastern Roman Empire was moved to Moscow, Russia. Uh, but, it, but it wasn't so much as the Roman Empire, it was the Orthodox Church that was set up there, that was set up in Russia. Then that still left the Western Empire, which was in modern-day Austria, Germany, and Hungary. Now, you got basically two two different churches that are and I don't know if anybody has seen this, but you got two different you got two different churches that are part of one empire that are actually fighting for power right now. I didn't even realize it until today. Like I literally had to sit down and like go through the history and figure this stuff out. And I just wanted to know personally from you, brother what do you think is going to happen with these two different powers who are fighting, basically fighting for power right now? And they all, and they pretty much kind of run the same course. I mean, it's the Vatican, it's the Orthodox Church, but they're kind of like, I guess you can say, the revived Roman Empire, if you will. What do you think about what the outcome of these two, quote unquote, powers are going to be? Because from what I can understand from the scriptures, a house divided can't stand. Well, number one, you got to understand everything that is not in Vatican City is considered non-Catholic. Okay. Okay, so East-West that's one thing, but I'm saying the divide, the people that inhabit Vatican City okay. versus the split that you're talking about, which is Christians mm-hmm. that are Protestants. Right. So everybody that's not a Catholic Christian in law, I'm not talking about my opinion, I'm not talking about doctrines. Everyone who is not a Catholic Christian, meaning those who are not uh, legal and lawful citizens of Vatican City, Mm -hmm. number one, registered members of the Catholic Church, they are non, they are, excuse me, they are non-Catholic Protestants. I don't care what they call themselves. Okay. They could call themselves Mormons. Those are Protestants. Right. So, the divide in the east and the west. 
is a divided hemisphere more than anything, yet and still Vatican City controls both. So, oh, so, that, so the Vatican so the Vatican controls both the East and the Orthodox Church? Yes. What don't they control? I mean, I did well. I being that no, considering I, the, I'm not talking about from the military perspective. I'm talking about right. from my law perspective. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, from okay. a military perspective, yes, they can be enemies and all of that. I'm talking about from law. If you're a Muslim in America and you're not registered, I'm going to just make it plain because it's the same thing with Christians. If you are so-called Muslim, and I'm using the proper terminology because I'm talking law, I'm not talking about belief systems. You can believe whatever the hell you want to believe. When you're talking (laughs) about law, that's the reality. So-called Muslims are not actually Muslims in America. They're actually Christians Mm -hmm. calling themselves Muslims. They're Christians by law, okay, under the Vatican City. Um, One moment, please. No, that's okay. They're Christians by law, not by opinion. The Nation of Islam are Christians. Okay, mm-hmm. whether they like it or not, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And I understand why. Buddhists are Christians in America, actually, even in their own country. Okay, well, Chinese Chinese Buddhists are not Buddhists. They're actually Muslims in law, because what kind of government do they have? Not by platform, but by quote unquote religious practice. The highest content of so called Muslims is in China, not in Arabia, nowhere else. It's in China. The platform upon which they stand in the Chinese government comes from Islam as a religious background. Now, they, they're not practicing Muslims like, or excuse me, Muslims like the other people in Arabia. They're doing another portion. So it's no different in the East and West. Listen, they control that. Okay. And all those people are, are warmongering splinter groups. But in law, they're controlled by Vatican City. Hmm. That's the best way I can explain it. So in the end, when Vatican falls, to those of you here that are rising up, you Israelites, are going to take your throne back, and Vatican City is going to fall. Both East and West are going to crumble with it. They'll be lucky right, if they, they escape this locust coming called China. They'll be lucky if they escape it. But if they do, they're going to fall to the Israelites anyway. Mm. And you realize, uh, what's the name? The, the Pope is calling himself, is it Vice? What is it, Vice Jared? Is that how you say it? Um, um, meaning, is that right, brother, or is that did I say it wrong? I, I, I keep thinking about the vicar of Christ, but when you said vice Jaron, oh wait, a minute, are you talking about the vicar of Christ? Yeah, but he's a vice something else. He's the he's a vic, vicar of Christ, but he's also a vice something. I can't remember. But anyway, he's he's 
He calls himself occupying the seat of David. If right. you all don't realize this, those people know that you all ruled this earth, and they are plainly stating in front of you that they took the seat of David from you. <laughs> mm. ah. <laughs> and how do you do that? You do that in war. They took the seat of David from us. So I hope that answers it, brother, but that's about the extent of how I can comment. Because it don't matter, man. They're all the same. They're all going to end up in one big pot in the end, and they're all going to have to – they're going to be subdued. They're already falling. I'm in Austin, Texas, and do you all listen to me? All over these streets of Austin, Texas, it's caucasoids with will work for food signs. You don't even see Negroes in Austin. I very, I very rarely see Negroes with, that are on these streets sleeping under the bridges and stuff. Mm. Very rarely, because wow. the tide is turning. That's my point. Yes, sir. I hope that answered it, brother. But that's the best it, I can do. It. Yeah, it answered it. Um, I just kind of got like caught up in the the fact that they it was kind of like a splinter group, but not understanding that that it's no different than the United States separating from Britain. They just you see what I'm saying? Like it's just a it's a trust underneath the trust. But I thought that because they split the empire. They, that the church would be either relocated or it shared their power, but not understanding or not remembering that regardless that if they regardless that if there was a splinter group, it's still controlled by the umbrella trust. And I had to remember that. So you right on it, brother. I you. Praise the Lord. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. There's no doubt. I mean listen. It's there. There's really there's really just the government of Satan, <laughs> led by Vatican City, mm-hmm. and everybody else is subdued under it. Now, of course, there's micro-governments. Like, we would be considered a micro-government because we're in a fledgling stage. But I'm right. saying that is dominating the globe. It's them. Right. The, the bankers are over them, but it's them that are just trying to subdue all this territory while the bankers are smart enough to know that they seize the point. Listen, if you, this is the crazy thing. This just hit me. Listen to this. We're so caught up on following the scriptures as opposed to being in the state of mind of the writers of the scriptures. So this nation has been raised to put us back into that state of mind. That's number one. Meaning, Let's let's be honest. Is it so important that you claim Israel is the holy land that you have to fight over it and kill people for it? Or is it more important that you claim land as the holy land? See, when you're right. in the state of mind of, of the people that did this, they went and set up shop scientifically in Israel to establish a holy land because of the point on the land mass that that place represented. Mm-hmm. Meaning, it's, when you put all the continents together, Israel was the center. Okay? Now, if you're in that state of mind where you're fighting over that, 
You don't understand why they did what they did. Although they took it by force, I understand. But I'm saying you don't understand why they didn't really they, – they foreclosed on Israel. That's what they did. They foreclosed on them in law. They sent out the surveyors first. They surveyed the land, and they legitimately laid the claim on the land and then foreclosed on the land and moved those people out. Additionally, when you're in this state of mind, you can go anywhere on the earth and set up a holy land. That's the point I'm trying to make. That's the mind that they were in. That's a whole different mind state. And I'm not saying that we're not going to take that land back because we are. I'm saying it's a different mind state when you comprehend anywhere you go, you can set up land. They went and put their names on all the places over the earth, and their names are still on the map today. People can't read them, but they they don't know what they're looking at. We named all these lands, particularly all over Europe. Let's say every place in Europe that you see that starts with the letters I, B, or A, B, Understand that's the root of Ab or Abba. Mm-hmm. And EB, AB or IB comes from Eber. Mm-hmm. So Iberia is Iberia. That's mm-hmm. an example. Liberia is actually Elberia. EL or AL, Alberia. Israelites. Abercrombie, Israelites. Uh, Denmark, which is Denmark. Danish people are Danish people, Israelites. Uh, it's all over the earth. I mean, Solomon Islands. What, what, what the hell are these people looking at? <laughs> if you don't read this book, you won't know what you're looking at in history, period. You won't. You'll be so spaced the hell out. You'll be creating all these fantasy teachings. You will not get it. And if you start thinking that the people in the Bible are fictitious and they didn't exist, okay, if if you're telling me David didn't exist, damn it, then prove to me that Benjamin Franklin existed because you can't do it any more than you can disprove David. Got <laughs> <laughs> a point there. You see, it's a different state of mind, man, that, that we're returning to. We're being resurrected. It says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Hmm. Think about the depth of that. Think about the depth of that. So the renewing of your mind is just more idolatry, really. So we're going to, quote, unquote, be saved and sins washed away and yet still be the same transgressors that do all this stuff. So where was your mind renewed? How is it all these people can claim to be Christians all over the earth? They can be whoremongers, can be liars, can be murderers, adulterers, and fornicators, and they're doing this in the name of Christ. Come on, man. And they have a new mind. Come on, man. It's ridiculous. It's a joke. And, and, and unfortunately, yes, sir, go ahead. I was about to say, well, I wish you would have told that to this church the last couple of days ago. They were they had like three pools out in front of their church, and they were just having people, telling the people, come on and get baptized. And I was like, wait a minute. So you're just going to invite random people to a church in the pool, 
and just dunk them in some water and send them on their way. I was like, you guys be kidding me, man. Like, if people don't see something wrong with that, like, what what would be the purpose of that? And I think, you know, a lot of people kind of miss the point, like what you said earlier. People get so caught up in rituals and traditions. They don't, they don't ask why are we doing it or why is it set up this way? What is the point of me doing it? Am I supposed to get some type of edification out of it? And that's where the people who are, who are doing these rituals or who have, uh, I guess you can say, uh, some type of uh, custodianship over those uh, rituals, if you will, when they're doing it, they, they get away with it. They get away with the errors because the people are not asking them the question. They're not asking, well, why are we getting, you know, wearing white, getting dunked in water where damn near we're about to drown, and then you just send us on our way. How am I supposed to be saved from that? I could have drowned. Bishop, <laughs> uh, you know, why are you touching me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be nobody but Bart. <laughs> Who was anyway, that? That was Bart. Bart. <laughs> oh, Bart <Solibu. laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. solid. You, you know, yeah. um, Shalom, brothers. Shalom, Shalom. brother. Cedric, um, let me ask you. Yes, sir. What do we teach on what the what is the purpose of, of baptism? Physical water baptism. Do you recall what we were teaching on that? Ooh, if you did, that was a long while ago. But from what I from from water baptism, I think was to cleanse. I think it was a cleansing of lepers, and that's the only thing I think I can remember from that. And I could be wrong. <laughs> But, well, uh, if I said that, you probably remember. Does anybody else remember? What is what is it symbolic of? That's a better way to say it. I, be, um, I don't know what you what, what um is being taught at China's origination, but I can only speak upon what it is that I know. Not to say I know anything better about China's origination or anything of that sort. Better Andrew, better Charlie Benjamin. Um, I've been just watching by the word. What'd you say, brother? Washing by the word. Wash, oh, washing by the word. Okay. Is it the sins of the child that comes into this world in a sinly way? Say it again. Is it to cleanse the, the child that comes into the world in a, in a sinly way? Um, no, you're close, though. You're on the right track. You're on the right track. It's really simple. Is it for the rem- really remissions of sin? Childbirth. Wow, wait, there it is. Jashir, what did you just say? Childbirth. Childbirth. Oh, okay. That's okay. it. Listen, listen. What do we call, uh, well, let me give you an example because part of my family is Native American. I say this a lot, but people don't get it. They would chant, the earth is our mother. We must take care of her. All right? That's a, okay. that's a Native American chant. The sky is our father. We must take care of him. Oh, wow. And they would say, they would say, ha, ya, ha, ya, ha, ya, 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 ha, ya, ha. What are they saying? Okay. Okay. 
Yes, exactly. Okay, now watch. If the earth is our mother and we're supposed to be, quote, unquote, born again, what happens when you're in the womb of your mother? You're in a pool of water. Right. Uh, okay, so when the water breaks, you come out of the water and in, and back into the the regular world or enter into the world because you're, quote, unquote, born again. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. The earth is our mother. We are in her womb when we are being baptized. When we are removed from the water, we are being born again. That's not rocket science. But guess what? If you're not a Hebrew, this will not be passed down to you. You'll be a, somebody making mischief with it, right? Talking about you must be baptized. Okay, explain to me then how you're going to be baptized in fire. The scripture says you're going to be baptized with fire. How's that going to happen? So if you're going to dip somebody <laughs> no, in a pool me. Don't of fire. Don't even ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> so what does it mean? Does it mean that you're literally going to be baptized in fire? What is this a symbol of that you're trying to tell us? See, the thinking is no longer present. Being that has an STD. <laughs> No, being born by a harlot, though. Well, I mean, yeah. Harlots will give you all types of stuff. But not just physical stuff. But anyway, listen. They they talk about picking up. When you come into the spirit, you can pick up serpents and you will conquer them. And the idiots let the damn snake bite them and then they die. <laughs> what? Laughing because this stuff is so true, but it's crazy. It's true. And then look at it. See, look at it from a practical point of view. Let me just make this clear. Most people's um, religious ideas of quote-unquote what God is has nothing to do with the Bible. Mm-hmm. Most of it is idolatry, and the Bible speaks against it, and it warns you against it. And the only people that have preserved this, that originated it, are the Israelites. That's why when they hear it, when they really hear the real truth, they're going to respond and wake up at some point. You can believe it. But... They haven't heard this message yet of the real, pure, raw teachings of the original Hebrews. They haven't heard it yet as a, on a mass scale. I'm not talking about YouTube Israelites. Yeah. I mean, what what they're teaching, what they're teaching is doctrines of devils, man. They're not teaching the Hebrew faith. The scripture says in the end times it will be those who will deviate from the original faith and start teaching doctrines of devils. Now, who was teaching that the white man is the devil and that all white people are devils? And their doctrine is full of who is dev- who the devils are. Mm-hmm. Who's teaching that? You got the Hebrew Israelites. Yes. Do they have some truth? Listen to what my teacher taught us. He said, pure wickedness. Is the twisting coming from the word wicker, meaning to twist, you know, and intertwine, 
Mm-hmm. Wickedness is the intertwining of truth and falsehood. This is what causes the confusion and puts people into a, uh, how do you say, a stupor, okay? So they'll be attracted to the truth that's in it, not knowing they're about to get ensnared by the falsehood. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's pure wickedness, to intertwine truth and falsehood. So guess what? You're going to find these false teachers teaching truth. You're going to find uh, shaitan teaching truth. You're going to find devils teaching truth. Because that's how they draw you in. Draw Simple. I can't barely hear you all. Shalom, brother. This is Brother Andrew from the tribe of Benjamin. Yes. Um, my question is to you is, um, pertaining to when I originally joined in the nation, um, in the nucleus class, he was learning about, um, like the chest. He was learning the, we were learning different levels of nucleus based off of the format of how chess, the game, the chess, the game board called chess. And I, and I think that um, that was very, very edifiable in that manner. But I, but I don't know. I could be wrong. But I, I don't, I don't realize you're, 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 you're issuing out that form anymore. Is there a particular reason, or, or is that for like a different level? Are you holding that back for a, a higher level? Actually, that that wasn't nucleus. That was Aboriginal Academy. Mm-hmm. Oh. But okay. um, I mean, it's just the only difference is that. When we originally started, we didn't have a lot of people, so we had fewer weeks. So we used to do nucleus in four weeks. Okay, then we went to eight weeks, then we went to 16 weeks. But um, basically it's still the same. It's just now there's the, the application of the various degrees. Once you get to the third degree, you're supposed to be able to walk on your own too. Once you complete right. that, okay. Right. So that that's the only difference. Okay. Yes, sir. Anybody want to talk about anything at all? Um, no, nah, I wait. <clears throat> Anybody want to talk about anything at all? Shalom. I had a real estate question. Okay, go ahead, brother. Um, I saw this article. Um, I Wait, hold that, up, hold up, hold up, brother. Are you in Texas? No, I um I had some a family emergency that made me stay. My uncle, he's been in and out of the hospital a lot, and I thought that he was going to pass, so I, I stayed an extra week. But um, I'm supposed to be going either this weekend or by Tuesday. Okay. Go ahead, brother. Um, I saw this article. Um. The name of the man escapes me, but he was a brother. And um, he did adverse possession for this home. And so the the, um, the article read, man in mansion for $16. And so I read the article, and um, it was kind of funny because they were saying that the neighbors were so pissed off that he got the home that way. 
and they were saying that, you know, he doesn't deserve it. He should pay like the rest of us. I thought that was real funny. But um, so I was researching abandonment, how long it takes for um, a place to be called abandoned. And in Texas, the statute for abandonment is three years. But mm. I know that during the adverse possession process, you can um, write an affidavit. And I know that an unrebutted affidavit is a maximum of law. So I wanted to know if um, if he ever went to court for it or if anybody was in that position and they did an affidavit and it went unrebutted, will, will that supersede the Texas statute? Well, it will only supersede it. A statute is, is basically a fundamental principle of law. It is. It's the constitution of a state or a nation. Mm-hmm. That's what a statute is. It's equivalent to the constitution. The only time that anything can supersede that is when it is following the correct pro- uh, procedures and law. So you have to follow procedural law. Procedural law. Now, that is um, due process. Okay? Now, how it works, like in tech, I mean, in California, I think adverse possession is 10 years. This is how, in Michigan, I think it's one year. This is how it works. You can send out an affidavit, yes, but I'm going to just explain the steps to you because, uh, believe it or not, I've done this in my life, so I know firsthand. Number one, adverse means that there's an adversary. Mm. So this is an adversarial possession. Possession. So you got to establish that there's an adversary present. And you're the adversary to somebody else. Okay? Number two, you have to kick in the front door. Or you have to unlock the front door. Number three, there must be witnesses of you taking possession of this property. What you have to do is do due process, due process of law to the quote-unquote registered owners. So how you do that is you go down to your local city-county building and you pull the tax reports on the property to see, or you could do it at the, at the uh, register of deeds, um, pulling the chain of title for that address. But you have to find out who is the local taxpayer and then you have to find out, if you can, how long that they have abandoned it. Now, what you do is you send basically administrative process to the registered address of where the owner is. If the address is different than the address you're trying to kick the door into, you will be able to find it, guaranteed, if they're a taxpayer or a non-taxpayer, you will be able to find whoever was the last in the chain of title. You do an administrative process on them. You ask them to turn the title over you and all the debt obligations over to you. Um, they do not respond. You have your uh, you do a notarial pro- uh, protest against them. They do not respond. The notary denotes that they did not respond. Now you go negotiate with the tax assessor to pay off the taxes and take over the official title from there. Until you do that, 
you can occupy the property for the uh, the required uh, legal time to be in there, but you can pay off the taxes before then, but you have to know that at any given time, that individual can challenge you within the statute's limitations of, like, Texas being three years. Okay, if you're doing this within three years, they can challenge you and take their property back within three years because that would be a matter of a title dispute, not a physical possession dispute, not a tax dispute, a title dispute. After you do that required amount of time, you can do this before the time runs out, but they, they, some states will probably block you. But after the required amount of time, then you move in for a quiet title action. Hopefully that makes sense, brother. Yes, it does. Thank you. Yes, sir. Anybody want to talk about anything? Yeah, Shalom, brother. Shalom, nations. Brother Andrew, Shadow Benjamin. Question. Did anybody hear about uh, uh, what's his name? I believe it's El Chapo. I think it's El Chapo. He was, he was some, I guess, some kingpin in Mexico, and he had a 1.5-kilometer trench digged out from while he was in prison. He, I guess he had some hired some men hired and working for him and he had his he had he had them dig out a trench from outside of the prison to inside of the inside of his actual cell. Yeah. Eighteen months he served and then just hop, skip and jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we've been calling Bart, we've been calling him El Chapo. <laughs> He's the king. <laughs> you like to hear from El Chapo himself? Ah, <laughs> uh, that would that would get that out of it. <laughs> but brother Patrice, you there? Shalom, yes, sir. Can you do me a favor, brother, and let Justin know? Because I need to, I need to make this announcement. Um, let Justin, his father, know that I'm going to make an attempt to pay a visit to them um, or a visit to Justin. What is today? Thursday. Not this weekend, but the following weekend, which would be the weekend of the 7th. Okay, so next weekend. Yes, sir. Please let them know I'm going to um, uh, attempt to come there. And I, I wanted to say that because I'm going to send out – everybody, look. Everybody, please pay your dues. Go to the website, the, the Hebrew University, on the maintenance page, on the front page, the website button – I mean, the dues button is there. I'm going to also send out – a donation for Justin to put on his commissary. I'm going to send out a, a donation button. Justin's been in prison for two years. He's been in there unjustly, and he's a member of the nation, and the brother has made tremendous spiritual growth. For somebody to be incarcerated unjustly and maintain himself in his zeal and hunger for 
the truth of what we teach is very important. So I'm going to send out a PayPal button. Um, I'm going to send it probably to everyone's email. You can make a donation of anything you want. It could be $2. It could be $5. I'm not saying break your pockets. But let's contribute something that we can put on this brother's commissary and let him know that we're thinking of him. Right. So, um, Please. Um, Question. Go ahead, brother. Has um has he been convicted of anything? No. And have you spoke to his um his his father? I haven't recently, but I have spoken with him. Yes. Okay. Because I know we were talking about the habeas corpus, and so is he in there for? Is it, is, it, is it a commercial crime or is the corporate dialecti involved? Like, what is it? it's well, he he's insinuated in. Well, basically, he let somebody use his car, and while he was in class, because he was he's um, and he was in college. While he was in class, th- these guys went and robbed some people and kidnapped a girl or something like that, and because it's his car, he's implementing it. In. Oh, but he was in class, and all the students and the professor can verify that. So, so priest, in that sense, do they do? Would that be considered an injured party because one was kidnapped? How do they look at that in law? Yeah, it, that's definitely an injured party, but that could be a physical injury. If anything, it's it's part it's partially commercial as well because. You're really kidnapping the United States property, so right, right. <laughs> that is partially, uh, you know, commercial. But they they charge it for a physical injury, so yeah, right. Okay. Okay, that's all I have. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to we want to make sure that we let this brother know that um, we are thinking of him because I mention him almost every week, and I ask some of you to write to him. I don't know that anybody has, but I still ask. Well, that is my next question, uh, Shadam and Andrew. What, how can we do so if we want to do so? Contact Ock Patrice, and he has yeah, the information. Right. He is overseeing that for us. And um, I want to put this on the record. Brother Andrew called me this week. And he said, Brother Priest, when are you going to see Justin? I said, I'm not sure, brother. He said, I would like to go with you. But he thought I was in Detroit, so um, we weren't able to do that because I'm in Austin. But I want to say that on the record because of that shows you where his heart is. Mm-hmm. You know, that's very thoughtful. And I greatly appreciate that. And I, I wish anybody could come with me, you know. If you're near Tennessee, uh, by all means, we can all go up there and see the brother. But um, I know I have to go see him. My spirit is telling me, if anybody, I have to do this now because this brother has been incarcerated for two years. Wow. And you all just, you got to get, 
He was calling me every day, brother, please do some sovereign tricks and get me out of here. And I'm trying to just educate the brother. That's not how it works, man. That stuff you're talking about is fake. So he's learning by living it. And then he was able to humble himself and get spiritual control over himself and discipline. And the the brother, he's only 22 years old. He went in there when he was 20. He's only 22 years old. Matter of fact, I think his birthday's coming up next month, I think. But he's only 22 years old, man. You going down that way, Priest? I'm trying to do this on the 7th, probably the weekend of the 7th. That's my goal. But I want to make sure if if anybody can contribute, you'll get an email, and um, I might even try and put it on on the front page of the university. But please contribute something for the brother. I'm not asking for a lot, just five dollars, three dollars, whatever, man. Right? Because we need to support this brother. We do. That's a lot. That's a lot enough. That gets you a canteen and everything. Get you some real food. <laughs> now nah, that's for real. That's, 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 yeah. that's, that's serious. $200 go very far out. And, uh, yes, man. Yeah. I, I know how it goes. $5 on certain days can be a million dollars, and $5 on certain days can be five cents. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so but, if we want to go down there with you, how. Can Opera Trees get a hold of him? Because so, I know he has to put us on the list. And sometimes they need, like, information like your, you know, your ID information, just all that basic information so they can put you on the visitation list. So that, how do we deal with that? Well, I'm asking Opera Trees to contact him first and let him know that we're going to be setting it up. And um, from there, we'll set up all the other details. Because um, right now, the only thing that I can really focus my mind on is going there when we need to be there. Because i got all this other business i got to get out of the way. So the minor details, I just want to make sure that they know we're coming first. Then we'll take care of it after that. Right. See, so, um, but, but it's really important. I know it's important to me from my heart. That's my brother. Any any man that can stand in there unjustly for two years, he deserves he deserves the love of his people to show up and see him. He's been loyal, man. It's crazy. He's been loyal this whole time. Um, as far as sending him stuff, Aquatrice did send him some some information that he could use to study. Um, they they wanted me to send a power of attorney and all that. It just got kind of crazy for me, and, you know, it just, it was just too much at the time, all the things I was dealing with. But every week I try to remember that brother on this line and try to encourage people to contact him. Yeah. Are you going to spend the weekend down there? Probably, most likely, maybe. um Friday to Monday, maybe. Yeah, probably something like that. Because if I could, to be honest with you, I would go there, see the brother, find out what's going on, and then gauge it from there. Because 
as soon as I see him, I would turn around and come back. I'm a, I'm gonna be taking a computer so I can do work while I'm away. But, um, you know, if I could, I honestly would go there and see him, figure out what's going on, and then come right back. So if I could come back on Sunday, I would. You know, but I I yeah. gotta make sure that he he knows that we care. Hey, I'll make I'll make that trip with you. That's my birthday weekend too. So. You know, just, we go, oh, we wow. go down there. We go down well, there. The I'll do that. Praise the Lord, Bartholomew. You you love to get out, get out and get about, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you love to take trips, brother. Man, it's, it's a world, man. The Most High made this world beautiful. Yeah, we got to see it. We got to conquer it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So please contact our Patrice if anybody wants to send anything. And um, I'm going to make sure that we all get this email. If you can't contribute anything, I understand. I would say that if you aren't up to date on your on your dues, don't, don't do it. But listen, this is something else. This is our brother. And a few dollars will go a long way for us showing him that he has our support. And what I am going to do, I'm going to take down a list of the contributors and make sure that he knows your um, attribute, your your true name, and make sure that he knows who is thinking of him. We'll make sure of that. Anybody else got anything they want to talk about? Oh, shalom, brother um, priest. Sir, I was um, I had ran across something that was talking about a, a subprime mortgage. Do you do you know anything? Well, I'm pretty sure you do know about it, but is there any way that you can like explain it in a way where it can really be understood? Because I kind of when I ran into it, it kind of just threw me off. Because I know we explained mortgages, but when I saw it, I was just kind of like. Mm. Little shaky on that one. So, is there any way that you can explain it in a way where it can be understood? So, if I did try to apply it, it won't be as complicated as it had looked. <laughs> it's basically a high risk mortgage. So, it has higher interest rates. That's basically it. Okay. That high sounds like a school rate. loan, but okay. Yeah, I mean it's it's that's all it really is. So, and, and the, but the key is it's is really targeted towards quote unquote minorities. So they actually they actually were trying to outlaw it because they called they considered it to be racist. So I thought they outlawed it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Yes, yeah, what got America in trouble is they. They did nothing but they did two things, subprime loans and adjustable rate mortgages. But they targeted these to said minorities with bad credit scores. So Uh, just understand, understand this. They knew that the people they were instituting these loans to couldn't pay them back. So they knew that what they were doing was like a flip for them. That's why they were doing the – the, the trading of these loans, 
I forget the terminology. I forget the terminology, but it's um, they were trading them. They'll trading they'll for the mortgages. Excuse me. You were talking about trading the mortgages. Yeah, they would trade. It was derivatives. They were making derivatives of the original mortgages and trading and trading and trading. Okay. It's, it's basically like I got this loan from this guy that I know is not going to pay me back, so I'm going to flip it off to get somebody to cash me out on the loan or whatever or give the responsibility to somebody else that will take it. I got the money that that this guy got the loan. I'm going to give it to somebody else for the debt. Let them deal with it. That's still securitization, isn't it? Knowing that they were going to get paid back. Go ahead. Excuse me. No, I was saying, isn't it still, isn't that what you had said at one time? Isn't that still considered a securitization? It is securitization, but they consciously did this when they knew it was going to backfire, so they did it as a means of pocketing money for themselves. I got Uh, a theory on this, by the way. This is my personal opinion. Let me make that clear. And I don't often just give personal opinions. I really believe that they knew what was about to happen. So I think what they were doing was cashing out on fellow reserve notes because they know that they only got a, a, enough to, a certain amount of time before this thing is over for them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyhow, let me say this. When I exit on fellowship line, when Shedrick exits, you all can stay on the line. Don't forget that. Please don't forget that. But we're going on to break starting this week. Um, Officially, in a couple of days, we'll be in our holy monthly consecration. Be mindful. Do whatever you can to have some fasting discipline. We will not return to class until September 1st. And um, we are working on with Ima Yaruf and Akti Ruf um, basically when we come back on the 3rd of that week, we want to do a welcoming for some of the uh, the sisters that are coming into the nation. Yes, sir. Papa Priest? Brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> Shalom, brother. This is uh, Brother Chris. Um, I just wanted to, to ask you quickly, um, with the blog talk uh, radio post, there doesn't really seem to be that much happening on there. I just wondered, you know, have you sort of stopped it for a while? And I know that we've got this this holy month of consecration coming up, but, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be so busy in the um, in the uh August, I've got three weddings going on, so it's going to be a bit hard for me, but I just wanted to, you know, if I could have had some blog talk um, information there, that would have been good, but I don't know whether or not you've you've sort of stopped it for a while or not, I yield. Well, we were trying to make a transition over to the radio, um, the radio, Soul Science Radio, so we did stop it for a while, but I'm going to go on there. I've been doing recordings anyway. Like, I just I record all the time. Like, something will hit me, and I just make sure I record it. Um, so some of that stuff, I'll just post on Blog Talk 
during the um, during the break, and um, I'll ask the brothers if anybody, if any of them want to go on there, I'll let them know. By all means, go on there. But yeah, we did we did take that break from it to make the transition. Okay. It's good to hear your voice, brother. I hope you ain't up <laughs> too late though. What is it? What is it? Uh, two, one o'clock over there. It's it's two a.m. here now. So. Oh my goodness, brother! <laughs> I know. So I, I'll, I'll listen to um, the last little bit that you've got to say, and then I've got because um, we all got to get on this this job in the morning. So, but it's good <laughs> to hear. It's good to hear everyone. Good to hear you, brother. Praise the Lord. Um. Well, I have to exit in like two minutes anyway, but I just really wanted to say um, don't forget about our fasting. Don't forget about Justin. Please pay your dues. Our Holy Month of Consecration doesn't mean that you don't pay the dues because people (laughs) the last three years have done that. And this is a time where it's getting kind of critical because all these things are coming up, man, and we need to stay proficient and start being more mindful, myself particularly, being more mindful of making sure as many people are paying that can. Because sometimes I can't do it all at once. i got to wait for three months before I contact somebody about it that hasn't even addressed it at all. Just so this is on the record, anybody that you know in the in the nation, share with them they can pay their dues on the Hebrew University. And also that we will be um trying to take a few small donations for Justin. <laughs> Anything anybody want to say before I exit? Because I should be exiting now. But anything before I exit? Yeah, shalom, brother, brother priest. Um, I I don't know if it's on blog talk. Um, what I, I know you said something about you had some real estate lessons that were, were was recorded. Is it on blog talk or talk shoe? No, it's inside the university. I think that's what you're talking about. It, it is inside the university. Okay. Yeah. Yes, it okay, is. So it'll be available. Right. Well, it's it's basically a lot of the stuff is on this call. Um, for a couple of months, we were talking about this stuff on this call. So if you go listen to back calls on this call, you will hear the Thursday real estate program. But that so, is that through the university or talk shoe? Through the talk shoe. This talk shoe. Talk shoe. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's just title as real estate. No, there's no titles to it. Titles okay. Yeah, no titles. It's just um back calls. So I need to exit now. Thank you all for being here. Please be mindful. Uh, Minister Shedrick, you can assign someone to take over. Yes, After you, but um, please be mindful. You all do not have to hang up. We just have to go to another class. Shalom. I love you all.
Salam, brother, and I'll be following you right behind you. Brother Andrew, I was wondering if you would like uh, uh, to hold the post, brother. Brother Andrew? Brother Bernard? (laughs) Brother Jostier, are you here, brother? Sorry, brother, I'll be exiting at this time. No problem, brother. Uh, hmm. Ima Yaru, <laughs> will you be will you be on the line? Uh, you, I'm, uh, I'm gonna have to go. You know, I got to get ready for Monday, so you know yes, I have ma'am. quite a few things to do. So no problem. But I appreciate that. No problem. Well, um, Shalom, Shalom, brother. I'm actually here, but at a moment in time, I'm not able to speak right now, but I'll still be on the line. Okay. Well, I, I will. Yes, sir. Well, then I will. I will uh, leave the post to you, brother, and you can carry it on from there, brother. All right, that's not a problem, brother. No problem, brother. Shalom, and thank you again. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for coming out again. We will see you back here uh, uh, next Thursday. Love you and shalom. 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 Brother Patrice. Shalom. Yes, ma'am. This is Octi Crystal. Um, I know that you sent me Justin's address, but it's in the um, university. Can I get your email address so that I can get you to send it to me again? Okay, definitely. Um, it's P D O R S, as in Sam. I N, as in Nancy. V I L L E is in Edward. At Yahoo or At Yahoo, I apologize, yes. <laughs> so let me repeat this back to you. Um P as in people, E as in Echo, O as in Ostrich. No, that's D as in David. Okay, the first letter is D as in David? No, the first letter is P. The second letter is D as in David. Okay. So P, D as in David, O as in Ostrich, R as in Robert, S as in Sam, I as in Igloo, N as in Nancy, G as in Girl. No, V as in Victor. V as in Victor, okay. I as in Igloo, L as in Love, L as in Love, E as in Echo. Yes, ma'am, at Yahoo. Okay. Thank you, brother. No problem. Shalom, Nation. Is anyone on the line? Just me, uh, brother. Shalom, Patrice. 
This is Octi Crystal. Okay, this is Octravon. I'm going to sign out as well myself. I'll um, talk to you next week, Thursday. Absolutely, brother. I'll be signing off as well. This is Octatrice Travel Levi. I'll um, speak with you guys again next week. Yes. Okay, brother. This is Octi Crystal signing off as well. All right. Have a good week. All right, you too. Cheers. Shalom. Right. Shalom. Shalom, brother Andrew. I'm gonna give you a call in a second.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.